Hey guys, my name is Tom. I have a new life in Christ and I'm recovering from insecurity, not trusting God with my life and a sexual addiction. Hey guys. <laughs> uh, the battle for my mind started as early as I can remember. Although I grew up in a family that was very close and loving, I recognized that if I performed well, there was praise that follows. And if I didn't meet expectations, I would be reminded of my failures. Amongst my peers, starting in elementary school, life told me I wasn't good enough. I didn't dress the part. I didn't have the perfect girlfriend. I never scored the winning touchdown. I didn't meet the world standards as someone that was good enough. Around this time, I discovered pornography. I purchased my first pornography for my best friend, stepdad's collection. I used my lunch money and I was in the third grade. I didn't understand what I was looking at, but I was hooked. The shame and insecurities began taking root at this point and my self-hatred only grew deeper. As I entered my teen years, I began attending a youth group and I gave my life to Christ the first year at summer camp. I promised God at the altar call that I would never smoke, drink, do drugs, or have sex until I was married. I believe that these were the rules I needed to follow to make him love me. The cycle continued through the years until I moved to St. Louis, leaving behind all that I knew. The next five years would lead me deeper into my addiction to a level of shame that only increased my insecurities and my inability to truly understand how much I could trust God. Shortly after my move, I started hanging out with my uncle. He was basically the only friend I had after first moving. The, friend, the friendship quickly led to me becoming intoxicated the first time hours and hours of exposure to hardcore pornography and sexual abuse. This insanity continued for almost two years and finally ended when he attempted things that I wasn't okay with, and I said that night I would never allow myself to be alone with him again. His attempt to make everything right was introduced me to the world of escorts, and at an early age I lost my virginity to an escort. At this point, I was a 16-year-old sex addict who hated myself and I couldn't trust God because I was convinced he hated me as well. Why wouldn't he? I'd broken every promise regarding what I said I would never do, and I believed I was too bad for him to ever possibly love me. For the next 15 years, I ran from God. I destroyed two marriages because of my secrets. Both marriages were filled with verbal abuse, adultery, lies, and chaos. I lived a double life. One that performed in the world, but on the inside, I was dying a little bit every day. In November of 07, I moved to Dallas, Texas. This was the time in my life I began recognizing that the God I was convinced hated me was actually pursuing me relentlessly and asking me just to surrender to him. I showed up at Watermark in January of 08, and I sat in the very same chairs that you're sitting in tonight. I had 15 years of secrecy and pain, and I was committed to take that to the grave with me. Through the process God put into my life, uh, excuse me, through the process God put men into my life that led out in obedience and transparency, but I still wasn't ready. I continued to show up, but I wasn't ready to surrender. I was a liar, and I was going to protect myself no matter who I had to betray and how much they cared about me. I wanted God to fix me on my terms and in a way that was comfortable for me. I was in and out of region for the next eight years, actually finishing the process twice, but desperately trying to in my way and never finding the peace joy, and redemption that he promises. In June of 16, after destroying another relationship and the brothers in my life ready to give up on me, God, as he so often does, allowed pain and desperation into my life through the consequences of my sin. I, finally, I was finally at a place where I didn't want to fight anymore. 
I was willing to do whatever I was asked to do. I was ready to be 100% honest and surrender everything to God and the counsel around me. Again, I was back in the seats where you're sitting tonight. I was terrified. I was a multiple time failure. I believed everyone was betting against me. There's no way I can be pure. There's no way I can be honest. The enemy reminded me over and over what, what my journey had been like and all the failures of the past. But the problem for the enemy this time was I wasn't gonna believe the lies in my head any longer. I was gonna trust God and believe in his truth. In Psalm 32, David writes, blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man whom the Lord counts no iniquity and whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of the summer. I acknowledged my sin to you and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgression to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. I committed to no dating, complete honesty, and to spend daily, with, daily time with the God that wasn't mad at me. He loved me and he wanted me to trust him. It wasn't long before I recognized when I had accepted Christ 30 years ago, I trusted him with my life on the other side of the cross and not this side. During my third week of gr groundwork, I told God I was sorry and that he could have it all, no matter what it cost me, and I was, excuse me, no matter what it cost me, I was his and I was okay with whatever that brought. What followed was brutal. It hurt and it was hard. I faced emotions I had never faced before because I had always run to my addiction to medicate those feelings. But what God showed me was he was enough and his way is better. He was here to rescue me. Paul writes in Galatians 5, for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm therefore and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. This truth was becoming my reality. I sit here today because of the amazing grace of Jesus. Paul writes in Timothy, uh, in first, excuse me, Paul writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy, and he says, the saint is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I was the foremost. But I receive mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life, to the king of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever, amen. Those guys who had give up, given up on me, they're sitting in this room tonight. I received the following text from one of them. Bro, you've been a big encourager to me lately, and I want you to know this. It does my heart very well to be fleeing and pursuing with those, excuse me, fleeing and pursuing with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart, praying that we both stay the course. I'm feeding off your walk daily. Hopefully I can spur you on as well. I love you, bro. That's what Jesus does when we allow him to redeem what we destroy. That brother watched me for 10 years destroy everything I touched. I lied to him countless times. But for some reason, God, but for some reason, God being rich in his mercy, allowed that guy and many others not to quit on me. I believe it was God showing me that he wasn't going to quit on me and his pursuit was not gonna stop. Today, I don't run from God. I look forward to spending time with him, and I'm so thankful for the peace he allows um, for my time with him, and it guards my mind and my heart always. Those lies I was hearing when I sat in your chairs in June of 16 were just that, lies. I've walked in purity by his strength. I'm not a liar because of his work in my life. 
He truly has redeemed my life, and I am new, a new creation because of who he is in my life. For the newcomers, I don't care what you've done or how many times you failed God. God's not done with you. He wants to save you because he has a purpose for your life. He can redeem whatever you have done and use it for his glory. I encourage you to keep showing up and surrender everything to God, a good God who loves you far more than you know and trust him with everything you have. Regardless of your circumstances, I promise he's up to something far better than anything you could plan for yourself. My name is Tom. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from insecurity, not trusting God with my life, and sexual addiction. God is enough. You can trust him in his purpose and in his love. Thanks, guys.